The powers of the universe had brought three malevolent minds together to form an unorthodox alliance. Through the marvels of technology and by the power of Craig, you have found them. First, there's Cat. Holds the powers of dark knowledge, horror movies, and too much true crime. And then there's Keller. With dominion over the bot Craig, she wields control over technological forces and has possession of the sacred written word. And then there's me, Dick, the keeper of the ancient films and knower of all facts that are fun. And together with their powers combined, they are the Clip Critics. There it is. Thinking. Garrick is recording. Yay! Yep, he's popped up. Yay! I miss when he did. Uh, did uh, I miss Craig when Craig. he did the now recording because it was very. He would announce his presence for us. I do. I know. I do miss Craig too. Craig was such a a good member of our team. He was. No. No offense, Garrick. You're just a little quiet over there. You don't really anticipate a whole lot. It's rude. It Whatever. Good morning, guys. Good morning. We made it back. Two out of three. The third will be here shortly. Yes, she has crises to take when you have, you know, I just learned listening to Keller's crisis that my kid just turned 10. Yay, birthday kid. But he is one inch closer to dealing with adult crises and me having to go reset to my early 20s to go through all of that again with your kid, which just just occurred to me as a thing that has to happen as a parent. You have to, like, do the firsts with your kid again. And the firsts are the worst. Happy birthday, though. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I took my kid to get air. It was a good time. We, like, bounced on trampolines and stuff. I ate shit a couple times. It was great. Amazing. Good time. My friend ripped her hand open on, like, a rope swing. It was insanity. Good times. So this Tuesday is the Golden Globe Awards, as... Some of our listeners probably know because we talk about this. But now, our the Golden true Globes, listeners will have been ready to watch it because they know what happens afterward. Oscars. Oscars. Golden Globes. Tony's? What is been, it? <laughs> no, that's, that's for plays. <laughs> Musicals. <laughs> the Golden Globes is, is an award show that pre- is the predecessor to the Oscars and often, quite often, it dictates how the Oscars are going to go and it gives you a sense of where the voters are leaning because the um, Hollywood Foreign Press is they they share a lot of the same the same votes the same voters <laughs> now do you, how do how do how does the golden globes determine who's going to be like in there my new favorite word right now is zeitgeist that's that's a fun word for me right now how do they determine, like, who vote? Who is like, this is the movie? It's Well, once again, it is, they come up with the nominees. Um, it's the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. They, they came up with, they come up with the nominees, and everybody who's a member of the Hollywood Press Foreign uh, Association gets to vote on them. Okay. Um, I believe that they, they, there's a lot more categories in the Golden Globes, and I'm not as fluent with the Golden Globes as I am the Oscars, because I don't... It's like a precursor, and you do the Oscars party, right? Like, I do the Oscars. The the Golden Globes is really... I I feel like the... more your reviewers, and 
and stuff that are that are more voting than the actors themselves. Where the Oscars is all the actors are voting on their peers. So I feel like it's it's a little bit bigger of a deal. Okay, so the, it's like for the first one's for the people, the second one's for the I guess we'll call them employees because technically they are, but Right. The, like the so so like like you the Hollywood Forum Press when, once again, I think it's more for your like your reviewers and you know, the, the the people that go out and watch the movies and rate them and, and do all that. If if I'm correct. Okay. Once again, cool. I'm not like I I'm like more it's, asking for stupid people like me who don't know anything about well, that. And all they see, remember are like there was physical violence at the last one. I don't know. That was the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't think anybody will I don't think we'll have another incident. That was kind of a I mean, Kevin Hart wasn't kidding when he was like, This that was it. That was the big moment. So I'm going to read you a a a, a thing that sums up the Golden Globes for, for okay. you in a little neat little sentence. The Golden Globes are the accolades bestowed by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association that started in January of 1944, recognizing excellence in both American and international film and television. Okay, see, I didn't know that it does international too. Cool. Yeah. And beginning in 2022, there are 105 members. The annual. Oh, that's not very many. There's not. The annual ceremony at which the awards are presented is normally held every January and has been a major part of the film's industry award seasons, which culminates each year in the Academy Awards. Although the Golden Globe's relevance has been declining in recent years, the eligibility period of the Golden Globes corresponds to the calendar year from January 1 through December 31st. And the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is a was founded in 1943 by a Los Angeles-based foreign journalist seeking to develop a better organized process of gathering and distributing cinema news to non-U.S. markets. One of the organization's first major endeavor, endeavors was to establish a ceremony similar to the Academy Awards to honor film achievement. The first Golden Globe Awards honoring the best achievement in 1943 filmmaking were held in January of 44 at the 20th Century Fox Studios. Subsequent ceremonies have been held at various venues throughout the next decade, including the Beverly Hills Hotel and the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Oh, so they hold them at the fancy places. All right. So- well, as, as does the Oscars, truthfully. That's true. So this is like, is there is there a gathering and a showing that happens with the Golden Globes? Yep. Uh, so it'll be on this year's Golden Globes is on Tuesday. Uh, it'll be on Tuesday, January tenth. Okay. Um, I don't know where it's being held up, but let's see. Take a peek this year. Let's find out since we're learning. Uh, Beverly Hilton, the Beverly Hilton Hotel. This year, Beverly Hilton. Oh, it's a Hilton that's in Beverly. Okay, I was like, correct. Did they mean Beverly Hills Hotel? I'm no. just so confused. No, it's a, it's a Hilton. Yeah, it's the Beverly Hilton. <laughs> it's like, is that a typo? You'd think they'd do better. No, that's just me. And I'm it is going to be that. airing live on NBC and streaming on the Peacock Network. Oh, and actually, so everyone knows Peacock is relatively free. They'll be streaming that. If you just download Peacock, I guarantee they'll want you to watch it. It's an exposure thing. Especially after last year's. There was a little hiccup in the Hollywood Foreign Press, and they were brought to light for not having a, a racially, they're not having a racially diverse voting team, and they had to gain more members and stuff. So they were actually taken off the air last year and didn't even oh, hear them. 
Yeah. They were like, fix your shit until you <laughs> come was, back. There oh, was damn. a huge uproar in Hollywood, and they opted not to air them and to keep it very low-keyed, and you barely heard mm. about them last year. Um, so they, well, just, they, they're trying to get their shit together and come back and and be a true... A, a true representation of what Holly of have a true Hollywood. equal view. If you only have five people who look exactly the same voting on something, then you're going to get a very narrow idea of what everyone is voting on. We right. need you need a, a cluster diversity. of people. You diversity. Need diversity. Thank you for the word. <laughs> Thank you you for need the diversity. Word. <laughs> um, so this year's nominees are, are, are we just taking it by category by category? And then, yeah, let's just go through categories and nominees, yeah, and no, if I, we've seen it, if we haven't, what do we think? And I, I know that this this is really, I, I know that you and Keller both haven't seen a lot of these, but this is a way so you can realize what's out there and where we're probably going. Because I know I'm going to write down what I think I should watch. And we're going to have know. a lot of, um, the, the, the beauty part of this is we're going to have, a, we have a, a, a lot of time to actually watch a lot of these films, and it might make our Oscar show more excited than last year. I think so. And I'm really I, hoping we had to if... rush through last year so much. We were so unorganized for it. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping this year we can prep better. And I'm still hoping you get to come down. I really do. <laughs> you too. Crossing fingers. Um, so we'll start off with the big award of the evening, which is the best motion picture drama. Um, they separate well, they 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 do a big separation, which I I find a little odd, um, from their best picture to best differently the than the Oscar is sets. its own thing. There's like best yeah. picture, and then there's drama. That's there, there's no there's best picture musical or comedy and best picture motion drama, where the Oscars only had best picture. Huh. So the Oscars has like eleven or twelve, and each one of these has five, which still equal up to. 11 or 12, but instead of just putting it into one category, they want it to be different, so they have You've to got, choose. like, more fractures. So, this year, for best <laughs> motion picture drama, you have Avatar The Way of Water. Of Elvis, course it is. Of course. Elvis. The Fableman. Tar. And Top Gun Maverick. Out of, out of that list, the only one I haven't seen is Tar. Did you say the fabulist is on there? The, the Fablemans. Fableman. Which is the movie I told you about I saw I saw last night. Yep. I was just making sure I heard it right, which I didn't. I've been hearing a lot about Elvis. Like I have heard a couple people bring that movie up. It's 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 good. Very good. <laughs> um so Avatar the Way of Water is um welcome. Hi. He's blue. <laughs> Avatar The Way of Water is blue. It's blue. It's, yeah. it's blue. I can't they believe were, they can fly. Were you here for the list or were you not here for the list? No, I literally just came in. I got okay. Avatar Way of Water and then Cat goes, it's blue. <laughs> I just went through the list of all five of the, of the movies that are in the best motion picture drama. Um, Avatar, The Way of Water, Elvis, The Fablemans, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. Oh, Did God, you say no. Tar? Tar. P-A-R. And that's oh. the only one I haven't gotten to see yet. Um, it's a psychological drama film written around Todd Field and starring Kate Blanchett. The film charts the downfall of fictional composer and conductor Lydia Tarr. The supporting Ooh. cast includes 
Nomi Merlant, Nina Haas, Sophie Cower, Julian Glover, Alan Cordner, and Mark Strong. It is a Venice International Film Festival um, entry. Huh. I like film festival entries. I'm gonna I'm gonna star that one because I'm gonna go check that yeah. out. Um, so Avatar The Way of Water, I have you I don't know if have you guys seen this yet? No. I haven't watched it, but we have watched because I have Disney Plus and the other thing, they have been just like pounding that behind the scenes thing into people's heads. And it's like it's the length of a movie in itself where you watch them literally build this world. Looks fun. I think Zagorny Weaver as a 14-year-old is super hilarious and gonna be a lot of fun to see. Um we all love Zagorny Weaver. It might be a little weird though, because I was like, but she's like would be a 40-year-old in a 14-year-old's body. There's going to be some biological collisions going on there. But okay, why not? Let's go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have not, I haven't gotten a chance to watch it. I, I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. I bet I can guess the plot already. So uh, <laughs> I, I have seen it. And on a scale yeah. of 1 to 10, I gave it a 6.5. And I mean, it's over well, half. As a C a, student, that's passing to me. I mean, J- James Cameron is, does beautiful work. It's pretty. It's a pretty film. If he doesn't see something pretty. He's that's what he does. He's not like it doesn't have the wow factor Avatar one did because you've already seen it. Um, that's bound to happen with these kinds of movies, though. I, um, like I, I won't ruin it for Keller, but plot lines have been as in typical James Cameron fashion pre-used. Oh, I'm, a sure, lot. I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of stuff where I'm like, yeah, Ben here, done that, but... I mean, Free Willy 3. Well, wow. that's because his thing isn't, like, complicated, new, intricate plot lines. It's big, beautiful imagery. That's what he One does. thing he did introduce into this episode... Uh, into this episode... Well, it is an episode <laughs> of, of reality. One thing that he did... It, there is a lot of political undertones. Um, yeah. Anti-gun violence, uh, anti-guns um, is is a big one. Um, saving, uh, you saving the planet. It's another big one. I mean, that's really kind of stuff in the first one. Like it was nurture it versus, versus you know machine. And it's just man. heavier. It's just yeah. heavier. So you you get the you, you get the the brow beating a, a lot heavier than you probably ever have. Yeah, well, and I think he used Avatar one as a way to kind of introduce his personal political views and everyone kind of just took it as like you said richard it was like fern gully like oh that's cute and fun and we've seen these movies before and then i was i was reading reviews and a lot of people he released this thing where he was like i actually pulled back on a lot of the guns because it seemed gun fetishy to me it was like it was too call of duty-esque and people lost their shit and were like you know, gun having, give us our guns, you baby. Like people were mean about it. So, so he uses guns to show the violence that they can bring, and emphasizes the point that guns are not the answer. Apparently, a lot of very gun savvy people, yeah, are not very happy about that idea, and took it very much as a "they're going to take our guns" thing. With no one's coming for your guns, it's fine. Like, you live in America, it, so I'm a very unpolitical person, and I noticed. So, <laughs> so he must have browbeaten so, a lot. So, so he just he, he did it. Yeah, he did it. Um, like you know, I'm. I, this is his political art piece. That's I kind have, of what I see. I have so much critical 
like stuff like I have to take out my personal. I'm I I just there's so much personal stuff that I didn't like about Avatar one that I you know I I'm just trying not to judge it. I think six and a half is fair. I think that's fair because it's not. It's going to be the typical hero's journey, so it's not. That's fine. Six that's and a half a is fine. Fair Richard rating. It's a fair Richard rating. It's a fair Richard rating. Yes. Imagine I will eventually get swept up in like simple stories can still make me cry. Disney still makes me cry. Oh, if this it's movie impactful. If it's yes, things are done. They, they well introduce whale-like creatures that I oh, felt whale. genuine empathy for when they're being killed. Like oh, I was very angry. Um, like I said, Free Willy Three. Um, there is. There, but at the same point, that's the only character I felt anything for. One of Michael Jackson's best songs was in Free Willy 3, and I still hear it in my head whenever. Yep. <laughs> I don't think it was made for that movie, though. It, it wasn't. He just let them have it, and that's still the only reason I knew it as a little kid, where I was like, yeah, Free Willy, <laughs> Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> So the next movie on the radar is Elvis. I'm assuming Keller has seen Elvis? I have not. Oh. I want to see Elvis. I did go with Jess and Jeremy to see Elvis because that was their date night. Oh. Gotcha. Well, I know that I I did get Jess a copy on DVD, so I know that it's... You will never crack the plastic and watch that. You realize you just made her another thing to put on the wall. That she's oh. gonna look at longingly in love on occasion. She'll just be like, "It's so pretty." Mm-hmm. You know how you put that Dave's makes hat. me very. You know how you da- Dave's hat in a box. You basically uh-huh. like, you should have just done that. Uh-huh. Some people like to collect things in a very, very literal sense of fashion. I, mean, I have some makeup products that I keep in their box. Just so how do you enjoy the movie over? Oh, that makes me sad. That's anyway. What- Years are right. They're just things in a box. I mean, have we? It seen- is bizarre. It's a weird fucking dragon thing, but I do the same thing with notebooks. Like, if everybody had had to have a dragon horde, mine would be notebooks and pens. Like, I can't tell you how many pens and notebooks I have. I've never opened them. I I don't even know. I need a drawing them. of Keller as a dragon on a pile of books. <laughs> And just pens scattered everywhere. With a tiny man with a pen trying to write in the books. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, I need it. Artists, get on it. We need it. Please. So Elvis Elvis is a biopic that's done from the viewpoint of Colonel Tom Parker, who is Elvis's manager. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that about it. Yeah, it's it's an interesting take. Um, it's yeah, brilliantly from managers' done. perspectives are always really interesting. Take that can be real good or real bad. Real bad. <laughs> the the actor Austin Butler went through was able to hours upon hours of trying to recreate. At one point, they recreated an entire concert that Elvis did, scene oh, wow. for scene, which has not been fully released yet, and they're talking about fully releasing. Um, he's convincing. There are times when you're like. That is 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 that Elvis? Is that an actually Elvis Did shot? Someone go find him. Or it, it, yeah. And so it's it it's 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 a brilliant movie, and it, of course it's 
by Buzz Lerman, who he Baz Lerman, he he did things like Moulin Rouge, which I oh, absolutely love Moulin Rouge. Moulin like, but you, like yeah. he brings that spectacle to his films. Um, he's the one that did Romeo and Juliet, where you know the gas station blew up. Um, so what? did you not see that version of Romeo and Fucking Juliet? What? Oh. I haven't seen it, but I know of it. With Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> A gas station blows. Okay, I did see yeah, in my head. I saw Leonardo DiCaprio and whatever that very stereotypically pretty female actor is with him. Why does it get? We can't. We can't do this right now. We can't. Yeah, we'll have to revisit that. Okay. That's, that's, it's. Why it's, does wow. it keep coming into my life? Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh dear. Okay, the next movie is The Fablemans. The yeah. Fablemans I saw last night. I don't think either of you have seen this yet. No. it's These are all really recent movies, too, so... Yeah, The Fablemans is a Steven Spielberg, basically a biopic. Spielberg. Hmm. So this is and his ode to himself. I, I believe so, yeah. Okay. Um, um, I mean Michelle. that in a loving way. Everyone at a certain point deserves to do an ode to themselves. Tim Burton has done it with Big Fish... Lots of right. people are doing that right now. Um, so it's it's a coming of age story, and it basically kind of shows his struggle as he's his his mother is very artistic, and she feeds into his desire. It starts off where he sees the best picture, greatest show on earth, and he sees the train crash scene, and he wants to recreate it. I don't recommend watching the greatest show on earth because that was the worst of all of the Oscar films that I've ever seen. Um. And it's okay. It's globally hated as such too. You can really? go up and look and look this up. Yeah, um, people are not enamored with this film. Oh and no! And I, I think it's uh, like it won mainly for I, more technical aspect than anything. So, to Spielberg, it was that train right. scene. Correct. <laughs> um, so, I for the time frame maybe. Um, so it it, it shows him. Growing up, and he was doing films for his Boy Scout troop, and that just keeps leading into other things. And his father works for a computer company, and as he keeps getting bigger and bigger, his father goes, yeah, keeps switching jobs and moving, and he oh. takes the family with him. At the same point, his his father's best friend is having an affair with his mother, and he doesn't realize it until he gets it on film by accident. Oh no, oh, baby Steven. And you, so you have a little bit of, of trauma in there, and 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 it, oh, it, you you sad. see it affect him and and how things how how things go. That it's, would it's a, that would throw yeah. your entire sense of faith in your family into upheaval. That it's, would it's a up. brilliant film, though. It is like the the oh. it, it finished, and Dave looked at me last night, and he's like, "That's the best picture winner," and. Of course, okay. Jasper was very enamored with it too. I, I also love Babylon, so I, I am having a hard time picking between the two. But um, Fablemans is definitely a real contender in this. In this, that and definitely worth watching. Did he just um, steal your DVD? What? <laughs> Cat's ferret steals DVDs off the shelf and brings them under the couch. <laughs> your ferret cannot come here. It doesn't matter where I put them. He will climb walls to find the DVDs and put them under the couch. That's fantastic. He collects them? He does. Mm -hmm. He's I mean, like you. Is, you. is your ferret named Richard? 
what he's doing right now. You and him have that in common. Let's see if I can see him. There he is. Ah! That one. There he goes. There he goes. Cross the floor and... <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> Richard is very upset, everyone. <laughs> so the next movie, of course, is Tar, which we just briefly touched on. I haven't seen it, so I I have I this is on my to, to see list still. Right. Um All if it does make the Academy's list, I need to see this film. Well, and this sounds like something that I would I would be interested in going on this roller coaster ride. So this might be the one I go run and find today. And then the I next also have to watch my Mr. plan Brooks I'm not today. gonna lie is to play Minecraft when we're done. <laughs> I'm watching Mr. Brooks today. That's my plan. It's oh. happening today today. Uh, and maybe call me by your name. Who, hold oh on. wow! Oh wow! Because I have the day. Ooh, that so, is amazing. Today's the day. I think. Can you not reach them anymore? It's very upset. Oh yeah, you got. Okay, what are we putting away? Uh, Fault in our stars on Blu-ray is going under the couch right now. Fair. I have physical cop. My stepdad gives me physical copies of like I own a copy of Vanilla Sky. I mean, no you own a copy of, of House of Yes. And a copy of House Yes. I have some physical copies. I have Charlie St. Cloud on Blu-ray. Sorry. Oh, no, the dog, don't know the dog why. Stupid because Thane's DoorDash driver knocked on the door. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> mm -hmm. I didn't he just take the picture and leave it? I don't The know. rest of us. <laughs> you literally have a tool so you don't have to touch people's doors or talk to anyone. Why would you do that? Don't. You probably have to select it. Hmm. They probably missed Oh, the that's selection. true. If you accidentally select the confirmation, uh, like you want confirmation, they'll not twice. Yeah, oh, that's true. And he may have because of the whole card fiasco this morning. So he's not exactly in his right mind. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So the last movie on this on this for this category is Top Gun Maverick. Now, have you guys seen Which, this yet? No, and I won't on principle. On <laughs> principle. Okay. Is it part of the Top Gun universe? So yeah. Top, Top Gun has two movies. The first movie is absolutely terrible. One of the worst movies I've ever seen, and I hate it. I hear it's people in pop culture make fun of it a lot. Yeah. And, basically uh, just a way for Tom Cruise to feel like he's 20 again. I'm convinced. Tom Cruise! That's why I won't watch it! Movies. That's why I deleted it in my brain, because I learned Tom Cruise was in it, and I was like, nope, I'm not giving him so, any money. So and just to, so just to let you know, like oh, it's so good. And I'm like Tom Cruise, don't care. So everything Tom, Tom Cruise does is good. It's Tom Cruise. Oh no, 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 no! He most is Satan incarnate. Most of the Tom Cruise movies I hate. Um, it's Tom Cruise, is this not just a Tom Cruise movie being Tom Cruisey? No, yeah. no, really? no. There's there is collision that, happening. No, no, there, there's. I literally so Dave and I is trading. Okay. To see this, he would watch every episode of Rags to Riches with me because I had the desire to watch them. And if he did, I would go see Top Gun 2. Your negotiation was tolerance of Top Gun 2. Okay. Correct. Yeah. And in order to see Top Gun 2, he made me rewatch Top Gun 1, which I wanted to die and spoon my <laughs> eyes out. Someone did I'm that to sorry. me with the Bourne series. Like, uh, I made the mistake of watching one Bourne movie, which is already like three. Fucking hours, and then they were like, "Oh, now you got to watch all of them." And there's like six. I've never. Okay. Um, unpopular opinion. <laughs> I have never seen a born movie in its entirety. I, 
have so always nice. seen clips and bits and pieces, and I know there's like born conspiracy theory number seven, but I've born never seen yeah seen a born it, movie. I like Matt Damon, but I was just gonna say, which is saying something because I love Matt Damon, and I sat and watched The Martian, and I loved it, and I've heard so many people be like, The Martian sucks. The Martian was amazing. It's great. I think Matt Damon. That's the crazy thing. I agree. I I enjoy Matt Damon as an I love actor. Matt Damon. I do not enjoy the born world. No, it's I just too fucking in, much. Um, Uncharted. I liked Matt Damon. Without no, that yeah. wasn't Matt Damon, was it? Yeah, it was. No, who was it? That's um um Ted. Who oh. was in Ted? Yeah, um, <laughs> he was in Ted. Marky Mark. That's Marky who Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Yeah, that one. So, um, so Top Gun Maverick is probably on a scale of one to ten. A ten. Yeah, he remembered. I was trying to get. Wow, you were trying to walk, trying to walk. The, walk we we went in, and I made a couple of snide remarks to Dave at the beginning, and then I got That's sucked so into mean. the movie, and then I turned to him, and at, like probably the half hour mark, and I'm like, this is actually good. And then probably about an hour and a half mark, I turned to Dave and it was like, when can, can Tom Cruise act? Did he take lessons? Dude, the kids watched it in the living room the other day and they're like, oh, we're going to watch the new Maverick movie. Do you want to watch it with us? And I was like, no. And I closed my door. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would have been my response fully. I would have yep. been like, no, thank you. And they bring Val Kilmer back um, despite his, his, his illnesses. Not and that because I love Val Kilmer. They have a really poignant tribute to him in the middle of the film oh, wow. that he actually did and it's it's pretty incredible to see but the I movie that part but i can't i can't but, but the movie is probably one of the best movies i've seen this year i i couldn't believe it i i don't even it hurts my heart it has everything going against it for me like there's nothing there's no reason why this movie should be good and it is i i wonder I, what happened did he they give it a story they gave it a story, that, yeah, a no, relatable story. than the other ones? What yes. happened? The it had a different really, writer. Okay. The other, the other movie didn't really have a story. It was a, it was a way for the, the air, the air force to show off planes. It, it wasn't. Well, a, that's usually what his movies are. Are like that, there's no substance. Yeah. Military I mean, pretend military movie, so that Tom Cruise can no. pretend to be a superhero. Okay. Woo. So even my husband, who doubly hates Tom Cruise as well. Made a couple of snide remarks and then fell in love with the movie. God damn it! I've lost my one support. He was in the Air Force. Josh, Josh, I can't. So this movie's good. You have to get divorced. I'm so sorry. No, we spent all that money on the wedding. That wasn't mine, and I wasn't involved. (laughs) Now we have to get divorced. (laughs) This this movie's incredible. Um, I I can't recommend this movie enough. I have I've told people since the day I've seen it that they need to see it. I, it, it hurts my heart to say it because you being like you have to see this now. It's Tom Cruise and me being like goodbye. Yeah, I'm, and I hate him, so it it's worse for me because it's like I I didn't want it to be remotely good. Little oh, so bad. I just don't want. So here's the thing: the reason on again on principle, like Keller said, the problem I have with Tom Cruise he does this thing where he leaves quotation marks. Scientology group goes and does movies, makes a fuck ton of money, and then dumps it back into Scientology, which I find incredibly agitating. And then he shows up and they give him medals and he gets to pretend to be a war hero, but he's not. 
Didn't do anything. Who gets super annoyed at me that I go to work, I make money, and then I dump it into buying movies, and then I have them in my collection. And you she have thinks them that in I, your collection. They're and your she, movies. And she feels that I should not have DVDs. And oh, you so, know, I guess Tom Cruise has a collection of people who worship him, and so it could be. I mean, it, that's probably somebody. what it is. It's probably he pays for an ego boost. It really is. That's what he does. He gets to go up I there mean, and be most celebrated. Most men just get hookers. He gets a whole. He gets a whole, a whole like award of standing award ovation unto itself. It doesn't like right. exactly anything else. So, so I, yeah. unfortunately, the movie is is brilliant. God damn it! I sad. hate that it's a good movie. That's upsetting to me. Uh, it is to me too. We're talking on Tom Cruise. So now we're into yeah. best picture, musical, or comedy. Okay. The first one is Babylon. Okay. Babylon is amazing. Is it a musical or a comedy? Babylon is the movie you and I were discussing about the 1920s Hollywood. Well, that's why I say, how is it? A, is it a musical or a comedy? How does that well, work? they 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 have it under best picture, musical, or comedy? They're calling it a comedy. They're calling this a comedy where I did not view it as okay. at all. Sometimes they made weird decisions like that. Like literally the the. The 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 menu that you saw, um, the actress is nominated for best actress from it in a comedy. And but that was kind of like dark comedy, Woody Sasser. I, mean, I can it's, see it's, that. It's very dark comedy, and Babylon has funny moments, but I wouldn't okay. call it a. I mean, it's I would compare it to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Would you consider that a comedy? I mean, depends on who watches it. And, that got placed under the comedy category for them. Okay. So, All right. I would I mean, say... Orgy, movie opening on Orgy surprises me for comedy, but okay. I mean... You do find naked bodies uncomfortable, so I suppose... All right, fine. But there is the scene where they're pushing the elephant up the hill and the elephant shits all over them. Oh, see, Aww. that seems kind of silly. So that's because as it should, that elephant should poop on them. Don't use animals... Like there is com- there is comedic value in it. The movie does not end okay. happy. The movie is a look at Hollywood from the 1920s to the 30s with the transfer from silent film to talking film, the transfer of putting in the rating system, and how the actors from the silent film that tried to go over to the talking films experience the change. Mm-hmm. Um what Once Upon a Time in Hollywood did, did for the 60s, this movie does for the 20s. Interested to see if... Do they, like, magic it up at the end and give people happy endings, or no, not really? Nope. The whole movie okay. does not have a happy ending. Hmm. I'm going to say none of the main characters have happy endings. All right. Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt. Um, Love Margot. me some Brad Pitt. He's aging better every um, day. Brad Pitt's performance in this movie is phenomenal. Maybe the best of his career. Really, it's very. Does he just age better looking? It's fucking weird. Brad Pitt's one of those guys that if you've been able been able to follow him the entire time, it's like Leo DiCaprio. If you've been able to follow him the entire time, it's worth it. It Just follow. Just do. It's weird. We got to follow him from young heartthrob into like middle aged, older silver fox. Right. Yeah. I love every minute of it. (laughs) Thank you for your service, Brad Pitt. We love you. <laughs> Babylon is a movie that came out with lackluster reviews and not very big off box office dollars. Nice. 
The lackluster. Um, wow. It's a 50-50 split between the audience. I'll be right back. And most of the audience that leaves negative reviews, because I spent hours going over them trying to figure out why on earth people hated this movie when it was so good. Um, all of them left within the first half hour. They were stunned by it. No <laughs> one trigger warned them. Correct. They got blindsided and, and freaked out. As and, people and, do. And as so you I <laughs> I warned you. I appreciate. It. See, this is why. Trigger warnings are important, but squishing things and making them disappear is bad. You can get people to absorb things that are shocking. You just have to tell them what they're about to watch. Yeah, as for critics, it seems to be like a 60-40 split. So, yeah, so it's still a bit more on the positive side of things. Um, 60 up. Okay. Yeah. Um, So... It, it's just a movie that I absolutely love. And I feel like everybody should see it and give it a chance and go beyond a half hour and actually watch the whole movie because you won't get the impact if you don't watch it. Give it a chance That's without like getting, you're going to be stunned. Just breathe through it. You'll be okay. It's just a movie. It'll end. The next movie I haven't seen yet, and it's called The Banshees of Inishirin. Um, Banshees of Inishirin? Mm-hmm. Some form of that? Of into Sharon. Yeah, I said that right. It's a dark, tragic comedy in a, a remote island off the west coast of Ireland. It stars Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, two lifelong friends who find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends their relationship with alarming consequences for both of them. And my cousin Stephanie specifically went out of her way to say that she felt that this was a very mean movie because of its dark undertones. And she thinks that I would enjoy it. I think I heard someone mention, I think in regards to this movie, that it was I Irish folklore for people who don't, like Americans thinking they understand Irish folklore kind of a situation. Like uh, Irish, Irish storytelling through American point of view, what we think it is. So I was interested to see what that is, but not like serious. Like they it was accidental. Like they were trying to do it seriously, and it's not great. I'm not from Ireland, so I don't know. I'll have to watch that though. I'm interested. Um, the next movie on here is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. All at Once, <laughs> which you've seen. Which, Which is, I have. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm still trying. Thane just came in and, and is asking some important questions, so I muted myself. But I'm. I'm here listening. I promise. <laughs> okay. Everything, really? everywhere, all at once. I think we all agree was a pretty great movie. Um. I don't yeah. know. I didn't want to like it at first, but yes, yes, I do. Um, it, it's weird how it tricks you into liking it. Liking which it. Was yeah. Very much my feeling for it. Uh huh. I mean, you got to respect that it is all people have been bitching about a diverse female lead movie that is not a recreation of some other movie. And you get that in this movie. It is all female, every character, good guy, bad guy, weird tax collector, psychopath. The main characters. You have some males, but they're not. Yeah, as there's prevalent. like her husband. You only, you only have one that's prevalent to the story at all. Yeah, but, and he would, her in grandfather, his case, he maybe. Would be, supporting cast i think yeah, he's like, supporting he yeah he wouldn't be main. um you got it and it was diverse and it's a uh, uh first generation american story so there it kind of checked all the boxes without beating you over the head with it um 
but also dildos. I don't know. Go watch it. Figure it out. What's sad is because of the way these categories are set up, that you're putting something like Everything Everywhere All at Once against something like Babylon, which are nothing alike. And th- I was going to say there's no common ground between the None, two of those, it nothing. sounds like. So it seems like you're going to literally have to, to vote for something like that is um, a historical love letter to Hollywood over something that is just bizarre and random and Marvel gives you the feels at the end. Story. <laughs> Oh my god, I actually talked about that in my other podcast this week. Um, we have a lot of I have to catch back mentions. up on Twin Beaks. Uh, the last episode I listened to was The Crow. Oh, okay. So, yeah. You, I'm, you. I'm, sorry, I'm officially back. And I just have to say, it's a complete side note, but every time you say Babylon, all I can think of is the Tower of Babel, and I'm not sure why. I think that's the English. you're a writer, and that's where you're like, I don't want to talk about that, but this makes it's sense to me. both out of the Bible. <laughs> uh, yeah, they come from similar places. There's a story about the Tower of Babel that kind of takes it somewhat literal. And, and where they warp- change all the, all the, all the, everybody's way of speaking? Yeah, it warps how everybody had different ways of speaking, so they built the right. Power of Babel, like it, but it brings this warp to it. It's really, it was kind of a cool story. I had to read it for school. Interesting. Anyway, sorry. Awesome. Oh, uh, another uh, interesting story that you should go read because exercise your brains. So the next movie on the list is something no, I've only no, seen no, half of because it's amazing. And I just, could you say Apple? No, I said I've seen half of. Oh, half of. I was like, what? yeah. So the movie is called Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. I've only gotten to see half of it so far because I realized it was everybody, on. Everybody watched it the other night in the house and I didn't want to. So I'm like the only one in the house that hasn't seen it the other day. I haven't in watched Knives defense, Out. We literally watched Knives Out like two days beforehand. So I had already hit my movie, movie quota for the day. Knives <laughs> like, Out, Cat, no. Cat, you have to see Knives Out. Really? It is fantastic. I feel like I already filled that space with like Scott Pilgrim. No. It's nothing no, like it. Not the same. Completely different. Oh my god. Th- this is like a classic murder mystery. Yeah, it's like modern Clue, okay. but we know who did it the entire time. It's so, great. so they, and I think that's actually one of the things. Well, so the movie was very good, and I enjoyed it a lot. The second time watch, I kept falling asleep. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a one shot movie. Like it doesn't have the rewatch, and it's um, Christopher Plummer's think- final film. Jas- oh. Yeah, it is. Jasper would disagree, though. Jasper's watched it like seven times. But he likes her. Yeah, he's not watching it for the story. He's watching it for the drool factor. I thought yeah. myself for a moment. Okay, listen. I yeah. There's we all watch like the proposal for Ryan Reynolds, not because it's an intricate love story. I've rewatched that so many times. Um, it's not a deep story, but Ryan Reynolds is making a lot. They're in there somewhere. Making a love story deep and emotional and actually worth something is kind of hard to do. Knives Out is a very good movie. I remember rating it a nine when I first watched it. I understand why I have so much other shit going on. Because if it was just Rourke and Sammy's love story, it'd be like 30,000 words and we'd be done. And then we'd be done, yeah. Because there's pretty. it's pretty straight, like, romantic, short story easy to kick out you need some conflict you need them to meet and then you need some conflict and then you need them to fix the conflict ta-da love story yep apparently charlie st cloud now is under the couch 
Pulls the glass onion is very good. I intend to see it very shortly. Um, okay. The rest of it. And the next movie is a movie I haven't heard of. I will have to watch Knives of. Out if I do Glass Onion. So I guess yeah. I, I'm willing to relook at it, but so, I did. I just dismissed it out of my personal Knives life vision. Out gives a tribute to Columbo, Murder, She Wrote, Perry Mason, Father Dowling. All, well, it's in a Victorian Blue. mansion. And okay. you have very Clue effects. Knives yeah. Out 2, I know he's very mean toward the game clue so i um i i i know that i'm expecting that and i haven't gotten to that part yet you've been trigger warned about it already uh-huh oh poor richard <laughs> oh harsh okay uh, but i will all right fine i will i'll relook at knives out i honestly did and maybe it's thinking back on it maybe it's the color palette they used in the in the thumbnail picture but i was okay, like this so just looks very watch Scott watch, watch the trailer Watch, Watch, yeah, I just opened okay. the door and let the dog out, and Riddick, Thane, and Corbin were like, yes, you need to watch Knives Out and Glass Onion, so. Well, damn, okay. Well, I'm busy today watching Mr. Brooks and Call Me By Your Name, so. Mr. Brooks is a better it. movie than Knives Out. Yes, Mr. Brooks is a better movie. And so was Call Me By Your Name. They're different, I would put them under different categories. Like, I'm not even a love story at all. And, and, well, Mr. Brooks is, is still, is a murder like this, but this is, this is your classic murder. Like, it's, it's, it's the classic story. Somebody gets murdered, you have 20 suspects in the house, and you gotta narrow it down to which one. Think Agatha Christie type, murder on the Orient Express or death on the Nile. My cat's chasing an invisible entity around the house, and I'm trying to figure out what the fuck. So the next okay. movie on the list is one I've never even heard of. I'll watch it. Um, it's called Triangle of Sadness. Wow. And um, that sounds super. So glad I support Kitty when you said that. You know, like, what great timing. Triangle. Triangle, triangle of Sadness. I'm writing any of these down, because I know Richard's going to hand me a piece of paper with them all on it anyways. That's probably true. We're going to see tomorrow in the theater, though. That's this is it says, in Ruben, comedy? Okay. It says, in Robin Austin's wickedly funny Palm Dior, winner's social hierarchy is turned upside down, revealing the tawdry relationship between power and beauty. Celebrity model couple Carl and Yea are invited on a luxury cruise for the uber-rich, helmed by an unhinged boat captain, Woody Harrelson. That's amazing. Oh, I'm in! What yeah. first appeared Instagrammable ends catastrophically, leaving the survivors stranded on a desert island and fighting for survival. Oh, sold! I'm on board that for that. Sounds shit. That's fun. Funny. That right? does sound fun. Actually. That sounds like a good time. I'll put a little star next to you. <laughs> so now we've gone through all the best pictures, right. and there is a chance that a couple of these may sway with the academy, but there's a good chance that most of these that are in this list are going to transfer over. We'll stand. Yeah. Um, now we're going into Best Director. And this is, once again, they split it in Steven two. Best, best Director of Musical or Comedy and Best Director for Motion Picture. Words. So, if it's not Steven Spielberg or Tim Burton, I don't want to hear it. Spielberg. So, Spielberg. Best Director, move, uh, Best Director, James Cameron. Oh, oh. Okay, I guess James Cameron's okay, too. Um, <laughs> right. I, I was wrong. They didn't break these into two separate categories. It is just a flat Best Director. It's I just misread. Best Director. Okay, so James Cameron for? 
Avatar Way of Water. Yeah. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shiner, fondly known as the Daniels, is everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Okay, yep. Baz Luhrmann for Elvis. Steven Spielberg. What's the director for Elvis? Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. Be easy. Just making sure. Yep. Steven Spielberg from The Fablemans. And Martin McDonough from Banshees of Inisherin. So it's everything from Best Picture. It's just all those directors. Quite, okay. cool. yeah. Quite true. Then we're going into Best Screenplay. So the best writing. And here's where it starts to mix up a little. Because you have re- re- repeats, obviously, but you have a, a new one as well. So Tar. Okay. Everything, everywhere, all at once. As it should the be. Ban- as it should be. The Banshees of Inisherin, The Fablemans. And Women Talking. And it's written by Sarah Polly. And you may remember Sarah Polly from like Ramona Quimby or Road to Avonlea when she was young. Um, you will know her from, I think it's Dawn of the Dead, whichever one takes place at the mall. Okay. Yep. Yep. She, she's the, she's the, she starts off with her in the shower. Like, like I, th- that's what made me watch the movie was that she was in it. Women talking, huh? Yeah. Written by a female. I'm both, I am both. Hopeful and terrified because we like to believe when we're thinking feminist thing that women can't write shit and they totally can. Just because you're a female doesn't mean you should like. Well, it's funny Unless because it's like Rowling because we don't like her. Sarah Polly. That's a good really... example of a shitty person writing good stuff and then us all being real sad about it. Yeah. Sarah Polly left Avonlea to to actually start writing on films and, and TV shows. So oh, really? Okay. She, she left before the show was over. Um, I just happen to have grown up with her, so it's like I think she's even close to my age. Best <laughs> women talking. Yeah. Right. Now we're going to best actor and best actress in a motion picture drama. Okay. Best actor: Austin Butler for Elvis, Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Oh, of course, Brendan Fraser. Hugh Jackman for The Sun. Billy Nye for Living. And Jeremy Pope for the inspection. What's sad is out of all of those, I've only seen Elvis. I haven't seen any of them. You know what I should do? I want to see the whale. I do too. I was going to say, I want to see the whale because I want to see Brendan Fraser's renaissance. I think this is a long time coming. He's released a lot of personal information very recently. We all kind of like in the route of Britney probably owe him a fucking apology. Um, So I want to see his new movie and where it's at and what's going on. Best performance by Welcome an actress. Back, Fraser, we love you. We, we do. I love, love Brendan Fraser. Mummy was my whole sexual identity for a minute, and I'm Mommy sure is like else my is, so. favorite movie of his. God. That's such a good movie. It's, everyone's so pretty. I know. <laughs> I think my favorite movie <laughs> of his is Blast from the Past. I love Blast from the Past. Blast is good too. Yeah, Encino Man. Man. Like, I love Bedazzled. 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 Is, yep. Yeah. Uh, that's, you, oh, the the movie that he's in with Ricky Lake, Mrs. Winter, Mrs. Winterborn? Mm. Isn't he in that? Uh, um, is that I him? Oh, now I don't know, and I don't want to speak on it. Because if you're not sure, then we definitely yeah, yeah. don't know shit. I'm I'm looking it up right now. We're going to find the thing? Mrs. Winterborn is Brendan Fraser. We're go- okay. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, I still have Matt Damon pulled up on my googly search thing. <laughs> Ugh, so many porn so, movies! So... So many porn movies? 
Bored. Probably. Maddie, what you been doing behind closed doors, boy? He's taking tips from Marky Mark. So best performance of an actress in a motion picture. We have Kate Blanchett in Tar. Okay. Olivia Coleman in Empire of Light. Viola Davis in The Woman King. Okay, The Woman King got some crazy collision reviews, and I still haven't watched it. I have to go check in with that one because I've heard it was like it's not so much the movie was great, but the response to the movie was wild. Yeah. I know that I this is one of the few movies I had no interest in seeing when I saw the commercial. I hated it. And I'm like, I, I don't want to see this. And I have I have not been forced to see it yet. So but I keep I've seen the reviews though. There is there's a lot of negative out there on it. Right. So, I feel like I have to say that like we like there was a lot of negative because they say it was portrayed as a, a really vicious Female ruler as the hero, to which I say we all loved Rain and Mary Queen of Scots killed a lot of Protestants. So That's we have true. a habit of heroing up but, people we like in the moment. But Rain, Rain doesn't promote it as being a true story. That's well, I think the King girl King, it is based on well, and Mary Queen of Scots was a real person they too. Are, but 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 they do not in the advertisement say this is based on a true story. Like you go into it knowing. I think it's they call it uh, historical fiction. I want right. to see if the Woman King is under that as well. Because if they didn't write historical fiction, action drama, ooh, that's a loophole. But let's huh. get it. All the commercials for it is like based on a true story. Like yeah. Big and bold. So it's. I remember I, that, that too. That's that's that could be where the problem is coming from. They, you know what they did? They went back and fixed it because now all the reviews is like based on historical real events using the story of they went and fixed it because everyone fucking freaked out. As they yeah. kind of should. It should not be portrayed as absolutely right. true Which, because it wasn't. It was fictionalized. Anyway, moving uh, on. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. The next um, actress is Ana de Armas for Blonde. Okay, this is blonde. the Marilyn Monroe epic. Yeah. yeah. And then you have Michelle Williams in The Fableman. She plays Steven Spielberg's mother. <laughs> for it. Okay. Not into Blonde? You don't want to learn about Marilyn Monroe? Oh, oh I want to see Blonde. It's going to be probably oh, great. I think I would make you watch it just because you did thumbs down to Marilyn Monroe. Who else was pissed that Kim wore that dress? Mm. This bitch. This bitch was. Jasper told me it was not that interesting. Jasper is a... Uh, Teenage boy and does not oh. have the introspective. He does like relate to Marilyn Monroe. What? I'm just he talking shit. What? Jasper loves like Marilyn Monroe. Oh, he does? Yes. Yeah. I don't know no. anything about him. <laughs> I don't know him well, so I'm just, again, no, just so talking shit. He, yeah, he, he, if he says it's not a good movie, then I would tend to believe it because he does actually. He's, he's probably the strongest cinephile of, of your household. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. He's constantly in his room watching movies and TV shows and stuff. Now, my cousin, who is also a huge fan of Marilyn Monroe, said that there are issues with it as well. Yeah? But um, it does, like, I still want to see it. It's still high on my list. Jasper's favorite actor is in it. It's easy, Dixon. Anna Dearmas. That's the one that Jasper has a thing for. So... 
for him to also say it's not as good is also something that, that, that could be doubly taken. <laughs> well, I was going to say that being a factor changes my opinion a little bit. <laughs> he loves her from Knives Out. Eyes out is good. And then uh, Glass Onion. Have you seen Glass Onion, Richard? They have. I've seen half of it. Yeah. Okay. I have not. So I'm up to the part where he has arrived to the island and they're determining that he got a fake invitation. Okay, yeah. That's where I'm at in the film. Kind of like that poor girl in the menu. Oh, he was such, such a, a dick to her. She he should have punched him twice. He was. He owed her an apology after that little outburst. What a child. So next we have best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical or comedy. We have Leslie Manville in Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, which is a remake to Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Goes to Paris. I'm sorry. That's those movies. Those kinds of names make me like, uh, what is it? It's like something. It's someone and someone go to Chris, go to Crystal Del Mar. Uh, it's There's like Dead and Star. Are we talking about Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion? No, but I also love that movie. Um, but there was a recent one called like Something and Star Go to Crystal Del Mar. It's the one that has Reba McIntyre as a magical mermaid in it. What? Oh, jeez. I, I, I'm not, I have no clue. Yeah, I have no idea either. Okay, carry oh. on. I'm going to find it. So Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, which I don't know if you're familiar with the story. The books were written by Paul Gallico, uh, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, Mrs. Harris Goes to Moscow. There's like four or five of them, of the books. Um, they made a movie in 1990 starring Omar Sharif and Angela Lansbury, which was absolutely brilliant. So as I saw the commercials come out for this movie, it felt like it was a ripoff of the Angela Lansbury film that I already love. And I immediately had hatred for it. Um, I, I need to somehow, the fact that they're not even calling it Mrs. Harris, like the books and the, and the original movie there, they put the heiress back with Harris because she couldn't pronounce the H, the whole point of it, um, because of the English Cockney accent. Um, yeah, it's about a woman who has always wanted a Dior dress and she works for six or seven years, um, cleaning houses so that she can save up her money to get it. And all of her friends tell her it's a waste of time. And she goes over to the House of Dior. And she goes to one of their showings. And they refuse to sell it to her because she is a poor person. So the the director of the House of Dior is a dick. And his, his, um, his underlings all sneak her in with a fake name. And they start making her the dress anyway. So that they can get her into the dress of her dreams. That's awesome. And it's that a, sounds like an adorable plot. It's but, called Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. I'm sorry. And Reba McIntyre plays a magical mermaid that controls the weather. Anyway. I had to find oh, it. Anyway, gosh. carry on. That just gives me heartburn. Um, <laughs> so so there's that. Um, I don't know. So, yeah. Um, I, I love the Angela Lansbury version. <laughs> this new version may be good. And I just, I, I just have that weird... You just already have that space filled. It does, and whatever. <laughs> the next movie for best performance is Margot Robbie in Babylon, which she's absolutely brilliant. But then you're followed up with Anna Taylor-Joy from The Menu. Yeah. And she's also very I mean, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, well, then, actually, here's the thing. Like, I feel like she played the same character almost as she played in Queen's Gamut, but the movie was so much fun. 
It was. That it still, it worked very well with their, with that character. Likewise, Queen's Gambit was for television. This is for film. That's so true. she gets a, a, another shot at redemption. Although yeah, I love true. Queen's Gambit. Queen's the Gambit was fun. She got to is, cuss more in that movie though. And it did suit her. She did. Michelle Yeoh from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yep. Which she is, as she should. So now I'm like literally t- torn because the three right in a row, like are all movies I loved. And then you have Emma Thompson from Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, which I have not heard of at all. I haven't either, but list. I know Emma Thompson yeah. and she's fine. Um, so then you have Best Performance by an Actor. You have Diego Calva from Babylon. Daniel Craig from Glass Onion. Adam Driver from White Noise. Oh, Adam Driver. Right? Ralph Fiennes from The Menu. And Colin Farrell from The Banshee of Erin and Sharon. I just want to know about it now. Now we're going into the Best Supporting Actors. Okay. Uh, Brendan Gleeson from The Banshees of Anna Sharon. Barry Keegan from The Banshees of Anna Sharon. Brad Pitt from Babylon, which I got to tell you, he's probably going to be Wow. Tae Hugh Yuk from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Is that the husband? That the husband. Yes. That's the husband? Okay, That's yeah. Husband. He was fantastic. I was like... Jackie Chan. Dude, switch yeah. he goes through, like, uh-huh. a flip-flop of character, it is he's, fun. You know he's in the Goonies and the original Indiana Jones, right? This was his renaissance, too. Yeah. He said he didn't even really quit acting. There just wasn't a lot of uh, Asian him, right? roles. Yeah. And then Eddie Raymond for The Good Nurse, which I have not heard of The Good Nurse. I would need to see it so I can judge that properly. Yeah, I've never, I don't know. So if the, some of these carry over into Oscar, they will shorten that list and combine them. So I don't know who's going to carry over and who won't. Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture, you have Angela Bassett from Black Panther. Gary Condon from The Banshees of Inn and Sharon. Jamie Lee Curtis from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Ooh, that's Do- a, they're going to hit at least they're one gonna, category. Yeah, they're in everything. Dolly <laughs> DeLong from Triangle of Sadness, and Carrie Mulligan from She Said. And She Said's an incredible film, too. Okay. That is that is the exposure of Harvey Weinstein. Yep. I have, uh, and I'm I'm ashamed to say this, I have not gotten to that yet. It's huge on my list. I just haven't been able to. I, I don't the think Harvey it's Weinstein, yet. I d- well, I, yeah, that's the other thing. I haven't looked for it yet, but that, like, that whole situation with, to watch it in real time was so upsetting. I'm not sure I'm ready to, like, go through that again, but. Now we're going to go into best television series, because, once again, they do both. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the movie section is pretty Man, much. I haven't watched very many new TV series, so. So the TV series will be interesting. I haven't seen. Serpent Queen's Most on there, of them. I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. No, nope. Better Call Saul, which I think I've seen one episode Better of. Better Call Saul is actually pretty but fun. Yeah. The Crown from Netflix, I have seen most of, and that's really good. Fine. House of the Dragon is the spinoff. I didn't even bother Maybe, because have you of House of the Dragon. That's the yeah, Tur- Targaryens. I know, but he hasn't committed to it, which means it's not grabbing him yet. Yep. Ozark from Netflix. He, he baby, what'd you think about Ozark? Severance from Apple TV. He loves Ozark. He's a fan of that one. I watched some of it. Best television series, musicals, or comedies. 
We have Abbott Elementary, which I think the commercials for that look absolutely stupid every time I see it. <laughs> like not um, into it. Okay. The Bear from FX. I did Pat. start The Bear and I enjoyed it. And it's, and it's. Uh, oh, no. no. Is it him bear. before he got better? No. Oh, no. Cocaine Bear is a movie. Cocaine. Cocaine Bear is a movie? Cocaine Bear is a movie. It's coming. About a bear being given cocaine. Uh, based on a true story, he gets a hold of it when it falls out of an airplane. He falls out of an airplane. He eats enough cocaine to be the strongest thing on the planet for about mm, 20 the, seconds and then dies. Like, that literally. is fucking terrible. Humans they, are the worst. But they don't we have them die in the film? Stomach was filled to the brim. Yeah. Like, there was no room in his stomach. All of it was oh. like an entire brick of cocaine and was like the hot, like, literally, they say he was probably the strongest thing on the planet for the 30 seconds he was alive and then he OD'd and died. Oh, humans are the fucking worst. We suck. Yeah, so that's not the TV show I watched was far more amusing where he lit his own kitchen on I fire. I don't know. You should see the commercial for this because it looks amusing. I don't want to watch the bear give us a bit of sack. He doesn't. I. It doesn't look like they're killing him in it. They. They. They make it look funny. Feed bears cocaine. It just looks before. bad. Hacks from HBO Max. Only murders in the building from Hulu. I'm sorry. Did you say cats? H a c k s. Hacks. <laughs> and Wednesday from Netflix. I need oh, a Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, I. I feel like Wednesday is going to win this. I think, he, honestly, I, they've been getting so much attention. So much. I've seen that girl everywhere right now. I love That's her. performance by an actor in a television series, Jeff Bridges in The Old Man. Kevin Costner. The Serpent Queen isn't anywhere on this list. I'm so pissed. I know. Uh, how old is it, though? It's relatively new. Because this would all have to be within the past year. Uh, yeah, yeah, it came out this past on year. There. Oh. Wednesday's on there, then the Serpent Queen should be on there. So remember, got... I spent like four of our picks oh, being like, okay. I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk but, about but Catherine. I but I didn't know that it was brand new, so that's why yeah. I yeah. Um, okay, uh, Kevin Costner from Yellowstone, Diego Luna from Andor. Okay, I did watch Bob Odin... Yellowstone. It's intense. I spent Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul. And Adam Scott from Severance. Like, cut my head. Anyway. Okay, best performance by an actress in a television series. Emma Darcy from House of the Dragon. Okay. She's Laura Linney. For that one, huh? Yeah. Really Laura Linney from Ozark. Amilda Staunton from The Crown. Laura Linney in Ozark is good. That's that little blonde girl, right? I don't watch Ozark. I, I, don't, I don't watch a lot of streaming, oh, and a lot of this they... is streaming. I so don't I know don't, if they no. have pictures of the actors next to them. They don't. I'm on the variety page for the announcements. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to see if it's that. Uh, Hillary Swank for Alaska Daily and Zendaya for Euphoria. Yeah. I haven't seen Euphoria, but I'm familiar with Zendaya. So now we're best actress in a TV series, musical, or comedy. And so it's pretty basically the same again. Jenny Ortega from Wednesday. Jenny, it's Jenna. Jenna, oh, sorry. Get it right. Whatever. Gosh. She's so going to be known as Wednesday for the rest of her life. So it doesn't. 
Selena Gomez, only murders in the building. Callie Cuoco oh. from The Flight Attendant. I think I started watching Only Murders in the Building, though. I, I want to see that. That's on my list. I don't remember why I didn't finish it, because I don't remember not liking it. I just, like, something That's, happened. I think it's got Steve Martin. Yeah. Quinta Brunsden for Abbott Elementary and Gene okay. Smart for Hacks. Now we're up to Best Actor in a TV Series, Musical, or Comedy. We have Donald Glover in Atlanta. Bill Hader and Barry, Steve Martin and Martin Short for both only murders in the building. Oh, so we got a couple uh, people from that series. All right. I mean, Martin Short and Steve Martin are huge. So, yeah. I mean, how do you ever pick between them? You can't. You don't. You just and give then, them both an award and call it a day. Yep. And then Jeremy Allen White for The Bear. Then we're into Best Supporting Actor, which once again, Don Lithgow, the old band, Jonathan Price, The Crown. John Turturro, Severance, Taylor James yeah, Williams. That got mentioned more than I thought it was going to. Yeah, it's it, a it, it clean house. Taylor James Williams for Abbott Elementary and Henry Winkler for Barry. Henry Winkler? Why do I uh-huh. know what about him? Oh. Why do I know that name? Um, Happy Days? Monday, Tuesday, Happy but, Days. Like, that's Monday, his most Tuesday, famous. Saturday. <laughs> Even even Cat knows it. Um, okay. So um, you should know the Happy Days song. I feel like it's a rule. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best supporting actress from television: Elizabeth Debicki from The Crown, Hannah Einberg from Hacks. Serpent Queen's not going to get in anywhere with the nothing crown all over the place the way it no. is. Fuck. And that all the same shows. Julia Garner, Ozark. Because it was funny and smart, and it was pretty historically accurate. Janelle James, Abbott Elementary. Cheryl Lee Ralph, Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary is stupid. It doesn't look good to me either. Best limited series, anthology, or motion picture made for television. So these are like your mini series or your specials. This is kind of so Blackbird wheelhouses too. (laughs) <laughs> Blackbird for Apple TV. Okay. Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. That was a good one. Oh, oh my so god. Good. We watched well, I watched a good portion of that. Yep. Good. Except for the Pink. way how they portrayed the parents, in my opinion. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know them personally, but PM and Tommy from Hulu, which is also good. The Dropout from Hulu. And the White Lotus from Hulu. I didn't watch the White Lotus, but I'm familiar with the dropout. Why can't I pull it in my brain file? My stoner brain decided it was unimportant, I guess. So now we're into best performance by an actor in a limited series. Karen Edgerton for Blackbird. Colin Firth for The Staircase. Andrew Whoa, Garfield. The staircase is, uh, no, that must not be The Staircase I'm thinking of. I don't know. It would have been in the past year, and it's going to be a mini series of some sort. I've not seen it. Oh my God! Is that Andrew Garfield for Under the Banner of Heaven? Evan Ooh. Peters for Monster: The Jeffrey Dahmer Story. Evan Peters Evan... so much like he's yeah I know yeah he's he super good. Very. And Sebastian Stan from Pam and Tommy. Then we go into best performance by. An actress. And you have Jessica Chastain from George and Tommy. 
Is it George the, and Tammy? Okay. Sorry, keep going. I'm just I'm I'm just completely thrown by the staircase one because if it's if it's based off the one that the guy was like, I don't know, an owl attacked her and she fell down the stairs. It was crazy. And I have to go watch it. Keep going. Julia Sorry. Julia Garner from Inventing Anna. Lily James oh. from Pam and Tommy. Inventing Anna was the most enraging fucking document. Just fucking oh. Julia Roberts from Gaslit. And Amanda Seyfried from The Dropout. I want to watch Gaslit so bad. That woman's story is fucking insane, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> they tied her up to like a chair and left her in a room for like four days once. Jeez. Right. Yeah. They were because she wouldn't stop like saying things and then she actually started saying true things and they were like, someone shut her up. Wow. Now we're into the actress and actor for supporting roles. Jennifer Coolidge from The White Lotus. Claire Danes for Fleischman is in Trouble. Daisy Edgar Jones for Under the Banner of Heaven. Nicey Nash Betts for Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Aubrey Plaza for The White Lotus. I think Under the Banner of Heaven is the uh, LDS story. Best performance by an actor um, supporting F. Murray Abraham, The White Lotus. Damo Gleason from The Patient. The White Lotus was about. I've heard it. I just don't know what it is. Paul Walter Hauser for Blackbird. Richard Jenkins for Monster the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Wow, Seth- that one got a lot of attention, huh? Yeah, it oh, it was good. It, it's very good. It was wild. It was wild. Uh, Seth Rogen for Pam and Tommy. Uh, best original score. Now we're into the music of them for motion picture. Oh, the White Lotus Resort. Okay, interesting. So, um, oh, best original. Oh, it's for wellness cleaned up. Interesting. That's what it seems like to me. It's it's cure for wellness cleaned up, more colors. So, best original score for motion picture is the Banshees of Inisherin, Gilmero del Toro's Pinocchio, Women Talking, Babylon, and the Fablemans. Okay. I heard best... you say Pinocchio, right? Correct. Yeah. Gilmer okay. del Toro's Pinocchio Snap Picks. Okay. All right. Best picture, non English language. Here are our foreign best pictures. Okay. All Quiet on the Western Front from Germany. Oh. All right. I heard, I've heard huge I've heard, things about that. I have too. Argentina, 1985 from Argentina. Close from Belgium. Decision to Leave from South Korea, and RRR from India. I would like to watch Decision to Leave. I'm going to watch Oak White on the Western Front again. This is the so the last two categories. Okay. Best original song in a motion picture. Song, the not song, right? Song. S-O-N-G. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what? Is that a category? Song you called Carol. Tales now? Song, Taylor Swift, Carolina, from Where the Crawdads Sing. Okay. Olivia loves that movie. Oh, really? And Taylor yeah. Swift is everywhere right now. She's all over the fucking place. She's, she clean sweeped the top ten recently. We were in the really? bookstore when we heard about it, remember? They were like, Taylor Swift won every single goddamn award. Yeah. <laughs> Sandra yeah. Desplat uh, singing the song C.O. Papa from Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Okay. It's, 
Hold my I hand by Lady Gaga. I, what Lady Gaga song? Hold my hand from Top okay. Gun, Maverick. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lift, lift me I up. I would have rather heard her song for Wednesday, but fine. These are motion pictures, not TV shows. Dance with my hands, hands, hands. I don't care. I want it. Okay. Wednesday had her own dance in the original series too. Yet you can look up and and watch some of the old episodes. Oh, people are fighting over that, dude. It is yeah. like a source of contention. The Wednesday dance. <laughs> Lift me up. Um, song by Rihanna for the movie Black Panther. Okay. I haven't heard any of Riri's more recent music, but all right. I'm sure it's fine. I am going to murder this person's name. Kala Bahariva for Natu Natu from RRR, which is, of course, the India film. Okay. I was like, I don't know. Okay. We're very sorry to that artist. We don't, we're just, we don't have any concept of how to read those names. I'm sorry. And now we have best motion picture animated. Okay. Final, Final category. Okay. Del Mar Del Toro's Pinocchio. Okay. In U O, which I've not heard of. In U O. I N U O E. And it says G Kids parentheses. I don't know what it is. Oh, I don't know what that is either. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On from A24, which looks oddly charming and yet oddly boring. I couldn't tell how I'd feel about that. Uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Aww. And, tur- and Turning Red from Pixar. Oh, I gotta watch that oh. one too. I, so I, I have watched Turning I, Red. I, I didn't care for it. it. I haven't I, seen it yet. It was Okay, cool. as, as a little girl who has gone through that weird experience, I thought it was very touching and a very clever way to explain going through that phase while using transforming into a giant panda every time you have feelings as an example um like, I thought like I'm, I'm gonna say i watched probably a half hour of it and i'm like this is not burn. for me it's very slow and it's very uh, I, I kept judging it it was like it was like what is disney doing this is not wonderful but disney i didn't care for disney. strange world either and i was super I, sad i'm neutral about strange world i love the idea i love the concept the story the but i felt like the there could have been stronger plot points oh, i feel okay. like the movie deliberately said we just want to put a gay character in a movie and they built a story around it the story was weak oh. and the gay romance was weak was very weak like you barely saw it and the character was the classic gay character that i want to kill like of the all the cliche, the stereotypical, the, 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 yeah. So I was very disappointed with the movie. And then when they tried to give you the surprise ending, which would have been cool if it had been very Terry Pratchett in, um, you know, uh, but they didn't. It, it was I, I, they took the Horton, here's a Who and Whoville, and put it in a world within a world within a world. And oh, as you know, okay. that 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 already doesn't set well with me. Within it feels like. Mountain turtle. And then they don't... So they put him inside a turtle. And they don't explain how they get all... There's this there's this, stuff, this plant that they find that runs electricity, and they, they explain nothing of how it works or why it works. You have to accept that it works. And 
You I can't get a little, like a little yada yada of like, no, thank God nothing. we invented the, no. it? No. So there's so much plot Four missing. lines of dialogue solve that problem. So I was super disappointed and Disney could have done better and they should have done better. They should. Uh, like I, said, I want. I want to like it, but there's, there's, it has there's a lot to be. A really good movie, a really right. good storyline, a really good plot. But whoever was in charge of writing that script needs to be fired. Oh, people can tell, guys, when you guys are shoehorning in shit to kind of get people on your side, and it it comes off bad. Don't do that. Instead of coming off where something iconic like "Call Me by Your Name," it came off as something like, "Why the fuck is this here?" Take this and say it's okay because we. Right. We met the we met the request. Here you go. Now we pass. Yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. Yeah, you bitched at us about not having enough gay people. We have gay people. Get off our backs. Not only gay, but we're gonna give you the stereotypical reused, yep. updated version. The gay what nerd. we yeah. as a straight yeah. person it's think a gay person. Gay nerd. It's right. It's the gay nerd. I don't even know if I've given that much credit. He wasn't very charming. No, oh, that's a shame. He's like the That's board. fucking agitating. Well, it's it, like when action movies portray female characters for me, and I'm like, this is not a real character. This is not, no fucking woman acts like this. This is not real. It's, it's very, I imagine it's very similar to that feeling. So people know. We know. Well, I did notice this on this list. Speaking <laughs> as a sparkle. Just, That's true. My job is to just make the straights listen to gay people. So listen. You should. Because, you know what? Hey, we know what we're talking about more than you do. <laughs> We'd be living over here. I, I was Not super me. disappointed with, with Strange World, I'm that's sorry. all. I was super that disappointed sucks. with it. I was, I was too. And I wanted to see it. Like, I, yeah, especially, they, they <laughs> use the DuckTales lettering. Like, <sighs> No, I do. I was super excited about it, especially because I heard, like, really good things about there being, like, a male gay lead and everything right. else. It basically turned into father, daddy, son, grandson, family, weird. and it was fucking weird. Yeah, I hate all of that. Yeah, all, all of those words. <laughs> and it, it very highly and very quickly got overshadowed by the. There's this boy I really like, dad, and how do I get the boy? Like, yeah. Like they're accepting of them. They're like, "Oh, is this your boyfriend?" And you know, like it's 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 really cool in that aspect. But they overshadow it with the you know grandfather, father, son, family right. issues so quickly that you don't get time to really realize the son who's supposed to be the main character is gay. Like and from a cat's point of view, yeah. Who would take their children on an exploration that's probably going to end in death? And he took a group of them. Right. And and a baby. As you go through right. this, you figure out that Searcher is a baby when this all starts up into his teenage years. When right. he finally is like, fuck you, dad, fight me, and and, and goes home. Right. Yep. Well, yep. I gotta yep. go watch something for the fuck of it, and that's unfortunate. Yep. <laughs> I hate I was... it when I get cornered into watching shit that I'm like, this is garbage, and I know it's gonna be garbage. I still have to fucking watch it. This has so much potential, and I'm sad that it didn't get the potential it deserved. I attempted to watch Spider-Man 3 the other day and have a whole new hate for that Spider-Man universe and that character in general. I hate him so much. <laughs> Everything he touches turned to shit. He needs to stop doing things. Stop it. <laughs> you traumatize or kill everyone you encounter. 
Stop doing things. Spider-Man 3 is known as a bad film. Is it? Thank God, because I watched the Sam Raimi one. Yeah, I was enraged the whole time, and it wasn't no. even like the Venom character that pissed me off the most. It was just the interaction of the characters in general that I was just Every like, Venom single fanboy hates it. What? Two. It's fucking oh. awful. Venom. I haven't seen Venom two yet. I gotta see that. It it wasn't even like badly shot or anything. It was just like the interaction of the characters was just enraging. I, I did. Did you not like Venom? I like. I liked Venom two. It didn't bother me. I didn't like rave, but yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Oh okay. Oh. I haven't seen I any mean, of the standalone Venom movies, but I hear they're fine. I will say I hated Black that Adam. Party is great as Venom. Like it's it's fantastic, especially the first one because he's great as Venom. Right. He never goes through that, you know, every typical superhero, you know, gets gets the good clothes, gets the really awesome suit, gets the girl. He never goes through that. He stays in, stays in the same sweat-drenched sweatshirt and looks like he's five minutes from committing suicide the entire movie. That's like, the part I had seen in the first Venom. He's just disheveled and manic as fuck looking. Just It was very Nick Cage. Yeah. He never gets over that. That's him the entire movie. It's great. <laughs> Manic unhinged person. Uh, Amazing. See, that's just fun. Yeah. Yeah, Toby Maguire <laughs> justifies being a shit person. That was annoying to watch. I've never seen any of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man either. I, I totally skipped Andrew Garfield and went straight to um our newest Spider-Man. So I have yet to have a Spider-Man that I haven't enjoyed. I like all of them. Yeah. I, I haven't I haven't hated any of them. I enjoy I, the cinematography of them. The stories just make me mad. I like I like the Andrew Garfield ones because they actually like the, the, there's a character that they kill off, which I thought was pretty brassy, and they killed her in the comic book. I never saw them, so I don't have an yeah. opinion of them. I am waiting for the next inch of the Spider Verse, though, because that's coming. The Miles Morales storyline is fucking fantastic, and I need more of it. Okay, I'm well. That gives me hope because I really did just feel like, it wasn't even that. Like the first Spider-Man, I didn't even hate. Like the original Tobey Maguire first Spider-Man, you know, it's good. fine. It's but when I like moved on and watched, but first of all, they fractured off into so many directions that it makes it hard for just a normal person to come in and just watch it. Yeah, because I watched Spider-Man three and I was like, they for sure murder Mary Jane here, and it's like, no, that happened like half bit way between one and two in an alternate reality where. It's the whole thing. And I was like, oh, well, okay, fine. So she doesn't die here. But it is, the whole movie is Spider-Man justifies being a shitty person because he's possessed by Venom. But also, like, everything he touches goes to shit. He traumatizes everyone. And they're like, it's okay because it's Spider-Man. And I hate that. Nobody likes that movie. That yeah, nobody likes that movie. Uh, nobody. So there's our lineup, guys. Um, I got that out of my system. I, I don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday night. Um, it, it we'll we'll know more from you know that point going forward. I'm I feel like I'm going into the award season with a lot of these movies under my belt, which is great. Um, you guys will you have to catch up a lot of the list. Yeah, I we try. are because I don't have. I have a lot of, I'm actually even surprised with myself. Like, I've seen a couple of them, and it looks like the short series. Dude, Dahmer's going to get something. He's everywhere. The yeah, TV shows won't uh, won't affect the Oscars. The Oscars are only movies. Yeah. So anything yeah. in the TV categories will only affect here. Um, so really, the, the, the importance to the list of the stuff is back at the top. The, um, let me go back into that. 
list. I, I just tried to put my notebook away and immediately like wherever I set it was on top of a basket of pens. So I just knocked over like 50 pens. It was great. I mean, right now your major ones to think about are Avatar The Way of Water, Elvis, The Fableman's Tar, Top Gun 2, Babylon, Banshees of Inisherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Glass Onion, and Tri Triangle of Sadness. And some of those titles will adjust, but I'm assuming that most of them will carry over. That's why you play black and then you get all the murder stuff. So, like, yeah, so we want you to kind of use this list to, like, figure out what you want to watch, if you had an opinion, and then go on the page and tell us all the things and all your opinions and what you think should be up there or why you hate Tom Cruise. <coughs> what? <laughs> what? I think we all hate Tom Cruise. I don't think any of us like him. No. Oh no, I've never met him as a person. He seems I wouldn't want to. I'm good. I was super set with it, but yeah. I mean, you can always just like join Scientology and clear your thetans and then they'll hire you to be his show girlfriend because no actual human being can tolerate him, so they have to hire him wives. I'm liking him back in really old movies. You know, cocktail. You know what? Legend was fun. I like Legend. It was amusing to watch him run around in so much glitter with lots of like so yeah. much Tom Cruise leg. The one uh, Days of Thunder uh, cocktail. I enjoyed those. Yeah, Days um, of Thunder wasn't bad. And I like the Irish one um, where him and Nicole Kidman far and away. Oh, I was like, the it's only like, Irish movie Irish. anyone needs in their life is Boondock Saints. And I don't know why yeah. you would watch That's anything good. else. Oh. And Darby will kill the little people. Oh, okay. But Boondock Saints, though. Those oh, boys. Saints. I could listen to them say that all day. Sean Connery. Just, just yeah. say that. Singing. Name. That would be interesting. Darby He's a Gil good singer. Darby will kill the little people. First, his first role was for Disney. I'll have to watch that. With the kitty cat. On Disney Plus. It's streamable. <laughs> I have my two movies today. I am busy. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, should I do our thing? Did we yeah. finish stuff? Should I do our thing? Yeah. All right, everyone, go to our Facebook page. Please, actually, more if you can't make it to the Facebook page, but you are listening to this, wherever you're listening to it, please review. Like, go to the stop, top and whatever they allow you to do, stars, whatever it is, it, we would appreciate it. If you write a review, I'll read it at the end of our podcast and say thank you. Um, Unless it's bad, then we won't. Unless it's mean, in which case I'll read some weird version of it that makes you sound silly because that's all I'm good at. And then we'll tell you why you're wrong the entire time. And then we'll just sit here and I'll die on our hills. Yeah. Very <laughs> much like uh, Sucker Punch. I will die on this hill. Good one. Okay. Oh, you know what movie we should do at some point? And I was uh, really upset Sucker to find punch? out the other day. Oh. Yeah, that one too. That Libby <laughs> has seen is Sweeney Todd. <gasps> Sweeney Todd's great. I love Sweeney Todd. Libby hasn't seen it. What? We were looking at some movies the other day. I was like, Sweeney Todd. Oh my God, it's so good. Libby's like, I haven't seen it. I'm like, are you... What? I even have a version with Angela Lansbury. It's good. Yeah. Wow. I like the Johnny Depp one, but yeah, Sweeney Todd. The only thing I don't like about the Johnny Depp one as much is Helen Carter is very hard to understand. She is. She is very. It's super hard to hear the words, and if you can't understand the character, it may it. I like. I had to turn on subtitles. 
So he almost borders on like Brad Pitt when he's speaking Pikey in, in yeah. yeah in Snatch, yeah. where it's like you like what you like dog fucking what dogs thanks thanks. Snatch is great. I've seen Snatch. I thought you said snapped. No, I'm sorry. No, no, I've seen Snatch. Never mind. It's like, you know, dogs. Like, what? Dogs. There's something about a caravan. Huh? <laughs> I haven't seen exactly. that before. It's so fun. Blue. I like it to be blue. <laughs> I um, see you. We're almost done. And then I see you. We're finishing. I'm sorry. Join our fucking Discord. We yeah, added a 90s chat room. ASL. Yo. What's Is up? Did you see that? That's what I did. That made me so happy. So we each have our own little quarter. There's Cat's Quarter and Richard's Rec Room and Keller's Cafe. And then a 90s chat room where you can just show up. And if you type shit, one of us will type shit back. Like, we will yeah. respond to you the moment we yeah. see it light up. Yeah. Come play with us. We think it's so much fun. Um, and we have a haiku bot. So if you write something in a haiku, it makes it a haiku. And it's fucking We'll hilarious. build it for you. It's so fun. It's the most random freaking bot ever. But it's Freaking great! I love. I do have to mention one more thing. You should Google the Will Smith breakdown that his movie Emancipation didn't get nominated. <laughs> Seriously, he's not allowed to play anymore. That was the rules. Not in not in the, not in the um this this coming award show. Yeah, like you're grounded, bro. He's not allowed to play in the Oscars. He's still allowed to play in in in, in this. Apparently one. not. If they're not letting him in, glass wall is a glass wall, bitch. I thought it was pretty funny. But it's you. Why are you having a temper tantrum? You're grounded, sir. That's like your parent being like, "You can't go to your friend's house," and then you being like, "Well, why can't I invite friends over, bitch? You're grounded, right? You don't get to play this year. Just sit down and be quiet and be thankful no one pressed charges, sir. Right? You assaulted someone on national, national television. television. Like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Be happy that you ended where you ended. Also, maybe you and your wife should go to therapy. You guys should address Or that. maybe just get a divorce, because I'm pretty sure she's the root of all his problems. Dude, anyone who's willing to talk about their male bestest, 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 maybe bed friend in front of their husband like that scares me as a partner for your sanity. Yeah. Like, that's not, I don't, mm. and can be abused, too. Don't abuse your partners. Everyone just be nice. Fuck. Anyway, February's coming up. Go buy some jewelry. Hunters find jewelry. Richard will sell it to you. They make custom pieces. I saw some vintage pieces go up very recently. They're gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so even if you just want to like scroll, you're not really sure what you're looking for, go on their Facebook page. Someone will help you, probably Richard, find piece you're looking for or build the piece you're looking for i harass him every now and then if i'm like i'm thinking this could you manifest this for me last time i think it was a charm chain and he just spent time like looking through charm chains with me it was great we appreciate it um and so if you have pieces you want to refurbish you can bring in your old stuff and we can make it new and they'll make it new they'll clean you guys clean it too right you do the yep. whole thing yeah, but a lot of people get really tired of their setting or something that there's there's not their style, but it was their grandmother's ring, and they want to reuse the stone in something different. You can you can regenerate, re-energize yeah. it. Yeah, just just not just. I mean, we did it a couple months ago at this point, but has that custom piece that Hunter's making for her? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's in the she. When you do a custom, it usually takes about eight weeks. 
Hi, John. It's actually pretty good for a custom piece, honestly. There's a lot of places that will take your piece for almost half a year. They, like, yeah. rebuild you a ring when they get to it. We try not to keep it that long, but the problem is that the pieces have to be made, and then once they're made, they have to be shipped to us, and then we take, you know, and then we have to set the stones. It, it, it's a process. There is a process behind it, but they'll do it for you, and you just like go to that shot. You don't have to go from one place for the setting and another place for the. Oh no, we do it all, all there. Um, we come up with a price tag, then we deal with all the individual inner workings to get it together. Yeah, it just takes a while. And then as long as nobody is behind, like if, if one company isn't behind with this piece and one company mm -hmm. isn't behind with this piece, everything stays on track. Suddenly so a it's not entirely in our, in our hands, but it is, yeah, it is usually something that stays pretty, pretty straightforward. It's handled in a relatively close circle, which makes it yeah. nice. Um, yeah, so Valentine's Day is coming up and get, it's like, go do that. Go consider it. Even if you already have your ring, maybe you want it changed. Maybe you're getting ready to gift a ring. Anniversary maybe you're getting ready to give one. Mother's rings. Mother's Day Mother's is coming rings. too. Oh, yep. that's right. Mother, why do I always forget about the parent holidays? I don't know why. It's a problem. You don't want to admit to it. <laughs> I know. I was born in a test tube. It's fine. Don't worry. Like, like Dolly the Lamb? Like Dolly the Lamb, I was just growing a bag. Test tube, but honestly, we're all born in plastic bags. Like, let's kind think of, about it. Cloning isn't going to be in a test tube. We're going to be in plastic bags. I think so too. Dolly the like, Lamb. It's going to be a big pouch because that's how mammals. Got it. Yeah, it's it's going to be a like fake uterus basically, and that's we're yeah. not going to be born in test tubes. That's not how babies grow. You remember when everyone insisted Michael Jackson's baby was grown in a test tube? That was fantastic. That was wild. It was like the craziest room. It was right up there with the ribs being removed from Marilyn Manson. It was just like this bonkers ass 2000s rumor that got out of hand. Remember when he held his child out over a balcony? Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. I remember More that. people should have been more upset. Isn't that when we also found out that the kid's name was Blanket? And I will never get over that. Who names their kid fucking yeah. Blanket? That poor Poor Blanket. I'm pretty sure Blanket does not refer to themselves as... I'm sure they don't, and good for them, because what the fuck? Because that's just a weird... Don't... Okay, celebrities, I know you guys are allowed to do whatever you want. By the way, watch the menu. You can throw a blanket over all your problems. Please don't. I mean, it's like... Please who don't! Do you... Who's naming your kid, like, Paltrow? Peaches? Right, it was, wasn't it Gwyneth Paltrow who started that with her daughter, Apple? Like yeah, do you remember? Do you remember a movie called North? Yes, I know that Kanye named his children North, East, and West. But I'm pretty sure it, it like North is the first West time West. I ever heard of somebody doing something stupid. It seemed to stem from there. <laughs> it was the beginning of the trajectory. <laughs> it's 1994. Uh, please stop! Stop naming y'all's kids weird shit. Cut it out. I read the craziest Reddit forum where they were like, am I the asshole for wanting to name my kid COVID? I was like, North yes. gets a 2.9 rating? Yes, you are. Ooh. Woof. You know no, what it Elijah is? Elijah Wood and Bruce Willis. Scream anti-Semitic stuff. What? I said Elijah Wood and Bruce Willis are the main actors. Of course, like Reba it. was even that movie, too, where she wasn't a sparkling mermaid. She wasn't a mermaid that controlled the weather? No. A shame. 
Oh, Rags to Riches Ultimate Fan Site just got a bunch of attention recently. And oh, you go yeah. check that shit out. Go check it out. Even some of the actors like float around on occasion. So go like go join the fucking page, man. There's shit going on. It's kind of like Richard has done a ton of work and it's kind of starting to wake up again in a in a really real way. So if you yep. want to be there for that happening, like go join that page and watch kind of a really incredible thing. I'm not going to yeah. talk too much about it because I, I don't know how they're going to go about the situation, but it, go watch this happen in real time. It might be part of history, bitch. I don't know. Cool. I'm excited. There is also the Clue and Cluedo Ultimate fan page site. You can see some of the beautiful games that they make, that they send Richard. They're really impressive. They are very impressive. Being able to see them in real time is pretty nice, too. Yeah. USAopoly is super great with, yes, with their are. help on that. Yep. yep. They have been spoiling Richard recently, and he's super stoked about oh. it. So, and thank you, USAopoly, for being like so willing to keep people in this circle. It's kind oh. of it's a big deal. So, if you never want to go near a mirror again, you can read Keller's books and take all the mirrors out of your house due to PTSD. Um, Cast into Twilight and Last City of Light are both out and available. You can literally buy them pretty much any, like including Barnes and Noble, I think. Yep. You can go on the website and find them. It's not like they're hard to access or you have to go to like tiny URL or there's, something. There's they're links in the very Discord. And, yeah, there's links on the Discord, I think on the Facebook somewhere, okay. but definitely in the Discord. And you can like you can follow those pages, ask Keller any questions you want, ask yep. if you have any, like, I'm not sure if I want to jump into this. There are ways for to Keller. send you like, Huh? I have a question for Keller. Oh God! Yes, what? you in the back. What is your favorite Tom Cruise movie? God damn it! I have to go. And will you be him and I'll be her? Be Tom Cruise. We're talking Richard, about Tom Cruise again. We okay. almost. My favorite made... Tom Cruise movie is the one where he died in a plane. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a really terrible joke about celebrities who die in plane crashes. A lot. That's not that nice. a really terrible joke about it's, celebrities. That I know. I should. I now I really do have to go. I've been canceled. Okay, thanks everyone. I'm gonna go get sued now. Have a nice day. Do you forget you're in charge today? I'm not in charge of ending the podcast today, dummy. Oh, yeah. You are. I have to end it. I don't know how to end things. Hit stop. <laughs> oh, there is no hit type stop, right? Okay. Hi, guys. Never mind. I'm leaving I now.